Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You know, a picture just, it's almost like depicting one line in a whole story. It mm. can't illustrate the whole story. So you have to be aware that not everything online is an accurate representation of reality and it doesn't tell you the entire truth. Everyone's life is always going to be ups and downs. There's never, ever, ever as much as you'd want it to be smooth sailing. Well, we've all been pushed around. Hello and welcome to It's Complicated the podcast to help you untangle your relationship with your phone. I'm Tanya Goodin, and each week I'll be talking to my guests about how they manage the relationship with the tiny tyrant in their pocket. We'll be talking about how our phone habits affect our work, our lives and our loves, and about what our relationship with our phone might just tell us about our relationship with ourselves. If you want help and you want hope, you've come to the right place. This is It's Complicated. I'm chatting on the podcast this week to influencer power couple, Koshal Beauty and Vex King. With over 800,000 followers on Instagram and two and a half million subscribers on YouTube, Koshal Beauty's makeup tutorials have become some of the internet's most watched beauty videos. Vex King is a social media influencer, writer, mind coach and lifestyle entrepreneur. He experienced many challenges when he was growing up. His father died when he was a baby, his family were often homeless and he grew up in troubled neighbourhoods where he regularly experienced racism. But Vex turned his whole life around and through his popular Instagram account, with over 350,000 followers, has become a source of inspiration for thousands. Vex is the author of Good Vibes, Good Life. So, thank you for having me here in your home. The first thing I want to say is congratulations on your first wedding anniversary. Oh, thank, thank you, you so much. This I've... whole year yeah. has literally, we blinked. And it's been a it's year. It's just flown by. Yeah. When people say, like, that the first year goes quick, like, yeah. We didn't expect it to <laughs> no. go that quick. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> but you've actually been together 10 years, haven't you? Yeah. We yeah. started dating <laughs> in 2009. Yeah. Which is, it seems like just the other day, doesn't it? It doesn't seem yeah. like it we was... We were so young then and... Oh, yeah. Actually, adults. Oh, we're real You're really not that old now. <laughs> <laughs> But I wonder, because you're a kind of, I've been describing you in the intro as a kind of um, 
superstar influencer couple. Aww. So in the 10 years, how has that evolved? I mean, when you first met, so that's 2009, I assume there was, whether, did you, I don't you think had a platform any... or a social media presence? No, well, we I don't even s- think there was Instagram in No, there's Facebook and that's yeah. where we start initially talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we yeah. didn't have plans to become no. social media kind of people? stars or, yeah, people. I don't even know what to call it, yeah. yeah. But it's just, it's it, just it, found its found its way. I suppose social media is hard to avoid now because yeah. everyone's sharing something online, mm. and I think it's actually a great avenue to share your talents and skills, and that's basically what we've done. Yeah, and it's just kind of blown up from there. And it's really weird because people who don't know that we've been together for so long. They just assume we met through our platforms. And That's it's exactly like... what I did until I started looking oh, into. Really? Yes, yeah, and I found yeah. you, you wrote both of you. You know, talked about your story, and but yeah, I imagined you both had these kind of big followings, and then somehow there was some you know way that you connected. So I didn't realise yeah. that actually it's it, it way before started. that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was funny actually. When Koshal started growing on YouTube, I was quite silent on social media. Yeah, and her subscribers thought. I got kind of with her just because, because she was yeah. <laughs> So when we, we when we hear things like that or, or read certain comments, we just kind of you just can't help but laugh. Like yeah, because even though we put ourselves on the internet, and when we say it's literally a snippet, like it's that highlight reel of that day or that moment that we put on, it literally is just that. And although we share as much as we kind of want to, there's so much that we don't share. Like so much that we don't share. Well, actually, I was going to ask you about that later, so I'll ask you now. Do you, have you ever had that moment where you've had to sit down and say, "This is what we do share. This is what we don't share," or has that just kind of evolved as you've gone? And, and have there ever been any disagreements about yeah. what you share? Yeah, <laughs> there's always disagreements. I mean, people think we're this like couple that just never argues, and like it's like because we're just quite positive people, but. We're just like everyone else, so we have... Yeah, we've had to have the conversation, because I think, especially when Koshal started growing rapidly on YouTube, everyone wanted to know about her personal life. Yeah. So they were like, can you share more about your boyfriend at the time? Yeah. Uh, what you get up to? Yeah. And they wanted everything, and Koshal wanted to deliver all these things. Because I was like, I'm a people pleaser, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> but what we've also found is that that can lead you to kind of not dangerous, but tricky situations. Yeah, We've had yeah. people that have closely followed our personal lives. Yeah. And it's been what, almost... To the extent of kind of stalking? Is that what you're... No, I wouldn't say stalking. Internet stalking. Yeah. Maybe, but yeah. Not, yeah. Not, but not know. turning up at the door. No, yeah. no, no. But like leaking pictures from private events yeah. by following family members and disguising themselves as other people. Yeah. This has been... Wow. Yeah. So that bit's quite tough in that sense. But I think... I think we're lucky in the sense that, like, we've got people in our lives, like my brother, for example. Some people probably don't even know I have a brother on, on the online. I hadn't managed to find out that he had a brother. So. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he works for a big company in, in London. And if he was to be in my content, that could potentially risk his job. Yeah. So, and, and my niece and nephews, so Vex's sister and my brother, they both have two kids each. I don't want to put them on the internet, let alone their parents, whatever their parents want to do. I don't want to put them on the internet. They're, they're too young to have a... A choice in that so there are so many things that we keep private and when you expose yourself online you're almost asking to be trolled to yeah. some extent because it's yeah. this freedom of speech so if we put our nieces and nephews on you know people will say yeah. things about them and when they're old enough to start reading these comments yeah. it's going to affect their mental health i think my my thing is is that people can say whatever they want about me because 
I mean, although sometimes it does affect me. And it is tough. And it is tough. Whatever. Like, I can get over it. But if someone was to say something about my husband or my mum mm. or my mm. best friend... It's different, isn't it? I yeah. would be the first person to be like, who do you think you are saying <laughs> so-and-so about my best friend? And you would get defensive because it's the people you love. And instead of inviting that, we've just kind of kept things quite minimal. Every now and again, like I've done a video with my mum where I did her makeup for Mother's Day... But she wasn't doing any talking in it, so our, our conversation was left whilst we were yeah. filming, and I just did a voiceover on that. So she wasn't subject to anyone going, uh, why did you do this? Or, uh, why, you know? And that makes me feel safe, and it makes me feel happy. And I think our mental space and the energy that we keep around us needs to be as high as possible, because otherwise it can affect you in so many more ways than just personal life. What you share is going to be prone to attack. So what you don't share won't be attacked necessarily yeah. and that includes the people you love so that's the important stuff the stuff you don't share yeah probably. yeah i mean like when we got married for example we had a no phones rule at our wedding did you yeah oh i didn't know that and that ah. was really important to us because we spend so much time online creating yeah. content sharing content and we just wanted people to actually appreciate the moment yeah. because we knew even if you go to concerts these days People record or live through the concept through their phone. Through the, I mean, I've done it. Yeah, <laughs> and you know, there's lots of evidence that actually, if we if we're looking at something through a phone, if we're videoing it or photographing, it, we don't remember it as much. Yeah, yeah there's no, some. So true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're not true. in the moment. Yes. Yeah. So we had this rule at our wedding, and and were people surprised by that? Did they think, you know, <laughs> oh, you two of all people would? Yeah, I mean, you know, I think. Our closest friends understood completely yeah. straight away. Yeah. It was probably the older generation going, yeah. why can't I have my phone? <laughs> because <laughs> they've just got to grips with Facebook now yeah. and Instagram and they wanted to share stuff yeah. and be like, oh, I'm at so-and-so's wedding. Or like, look at my outfit or look where we are or look at the setting of this event. So it, it that for us was like a big moment in our lives where we took a real stand. I mean, we've seen other people's weddings. They've had hashtags. They've like made it a virtual yeah. thing. They're, I like, see hashtags big... for weddings yeah. all yeah. the time on Twitter. And yeah. we just kind of thought, do you know what? We like we spend most majority of our work life and just life in general on social media and on our phones. Why not for one week? Leave your phones in your room. Come to our events and just enjoy. Enjoy real emotions. I think you can't attend to two things at once: a screen and real life. Yeah. Because you're going to be paying like half your attention maybe to your screen and then half to real life. Yeah. So just put the screen away and enjoy what's in front of you and embrace the moment. Yeah. And it's really weird because I did pretty much no content around my wedding up until the wedding had happened. We'd come back from our wedding. It was about a week, and we went. Let's just tell everyone we got married. Mm. So it was such a nice... So you had that us. special time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it, it's so funny because people were apparently, according to something yeah. online, um, <laughs> saying that we split up because oh, we went yeah. quiet. Because we just went quiet and we weren't talking about our wedding and we weren't talking much about each other. Yeah. And in actual fact, we were trying to pack our lives into suitcases, into like, I think it was like eight or nine suitcases, like big wedding outfits and doing all of that. Whereas... You have people Because Asian weddings are a, a yeah. big events, and yeah. it's not just one day, it's yeah. the whole no. week. It was like a full, it was, I think in total we had seven events oh, for our wedding. Fantastic. Yeah, I've seen the photos. Oh, well, so that's amazing. another thing. So, yeah. like, in terms of the photos, there are so many photos that we haven't shared. Yeah. Because we want those to be special to us mm. and we didn't we, we never got married thinking we're gonna have a viral wedding and you know 
this is going to happen, X, Y, Z is going to happen. We just wanted to share with our followers that these are little snippets of our events. And this is what we did. Like if it inspires you to do similar things or whatever, like go for it. But we did not have an intention to kind of like make it this big thing. I think sometimes people do try and commercialize almost kind of yeah. profit from their events. Yeah. Because they want to go viral with it, want their likes. And almost, yeah. it's almost an act of validation, isn't it? Yeah, and it, it's, it's such a business nowadays, Instagram, that people make their full-on lifestyle, including such things as, like, your wedding, um, a, a business transaction. Yeah. So everything's monetized. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think for us, we're so happy that we paid for everything for our wedding. We didn't ask for any freebies. We didn't ask for free outfits. We didn't, we didn't ask for anything free. We were like, we are happy to give suppliers and brands and companies that we're working with like photographers videographers vendors etc we're happy to give them the platform and say these are the guys that we worked with rather than doing the whole i scratch your back you scratch mine because it was like it was one of those situations i even asked my manager i said um is there any way that we could maybe get like i don't know l'oreal or just someone to do my hair for my wedding or something like that and they said absolutely like we can get some brands who'd be more than happy to help you but You've got to make a decision. Do you want to be worrying about posting? Yeah. On your wedding. wedding. Yes. Freaking out and and, and stressing out. Or do you want to enjoy it? And when when they said that, I was like, that just, that answered the question for me. But I think we, uh, it's difficult getting a balance, isn't it? Of like, how much do you share and how much do you not share? Because otherwise you get stuck. Yeah. What do you actually post about? uh, Yeah, I was going to ask you, because I found a tweet from you, Koshal, from 2016. (laughs) Isn't it awful when people bring things up from three years ago? uh, When you said, I can't live without my phone. It's like my third arm. Yeah. So I wondered, do you think things have changed since then? Do you think you did feel like that then and you feel differently now? Or, I mean, because you sound like you... You're much more able Skip now back. and want yeah. to switch off. Do you it think you went through a bit so of a... Much, I, think. I think, yeah, I think I was really lucky in the sense that I started my Instagram, YouTube, social media career, if you want to call it that. It sounds really weird <laughs> saying that. But I started that when I was in, what, when I was in my mid-20s, I'd say. And now I'm in my early 30s. and my, Like, people change. Yeah. People evolve. You grow. Yeah. Yeah. You grow. And yeah, when I was in my mid-20s, I was always on my phone, always this, always that, taking pictures, blah, blah, blah. And now I'm like, there is more to life than just being on social media. I want to show my followers that there's a healthy way to be on social. It is that balance, literally. Yeah. Because I think people grow an attachment to their phone and then they get all this stress and anxiety. Mm. And then when they actually go on a social media detox, they realise how actually Liberating it is. Yeah, well, I found you've written quite a lot about that in your book, haven't you? Yeah, there was, I have. Um, <laughs> I really like this quote. Sometimes you have to unplug yourself from the world for a moment so you can reset yourself. Yeah, mm. and it's it's so true. And even I've done it myself. Um, rec- actually, I think Recently, it was like a yeah. month ago. I released the book and then suddenly, you know, I started getting all these companies and people writing to me they saw like money signs and they were like do you want to do this do you want to do that and I almost felt like I had to like sell myself out just to progress in my career Mm. and I thought I don't want to almost sell myself out I want to stay true to myself and I just disconnected myself completely Mm. off social media 
took a week out and I was like, oh, what's wrong with you? Are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm actually that's amazing. That's so sweet, though. <laughs> I mean, I was going to say, on the one hand, that must be annoying, but then also that is really, you know, it's, lovely to yeah, think that your community yeah, are worried about they you. they care about you. Yeah. Yeah, it was really nice, but I felt so good coming back and yeah. I felt like I had more to offer once I came back. Yeah. So I think it's so important. It doesn't matter if you're... If you're an influencer and you've actually got a career that's based on social media, it's okay to take a week out. It's not yeah. going to hurt anyone. It's not going to hurt anyone. And I know the algorithm likes you posting consistently day, and constantly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think that's what these apps are designed for, to keep users on. So you've got your daily messages, though, that I've been following on Insta. So yeah. what did you do when you were off for a week? Did you just schedule those? And... No, I stopped. You stopped? Oh, yeah. So and that's how everyone noticed. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, that's how they noticed. Yeah. So what's that? Because a lot of people rely on these daily messages. Yeah, I love them. Yeah. But yeah, I just I just stopped it completely. I stopped posting online. Yeah. I didn't like any I didn't even open the app. Even it wasn't just Instagram, but it was like WhatsApp. It was Facebook, it was, yeah, yeah, WhatsApp as well, Twitter. And I said to my friends, I said, if you want to speak to me, call me. Call I know me. it's a weird thing. But while you were doing that, Kosher was still online yeah. yeah so how does that work then how does that <laughs> dynamic work if you're at home and you're not on social and she is well this was i think during the process before we'd moved into the house so our, right. our time was kind of split ah, okay so yeah. that was a lot easier yeah. how would it work now then would you do you think you'd have to do that together if you did that um, in future probably not to no. be fair i think we could just operate yeah with one person off and one person on and yeah then, you know, we eat together, we don't have our phones around when we yeah. eat together, when we watch television. Actually, sometimes we do like to check. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> check when Love Island dances, you know, oh, you yes. look at the but, hashtag and see what's going but, on. Um, yeah, we just, I think we just carry on as normal. Yeah. I think sometimes if you put too much pressure around things in life in general, whether it is, how would we, how would we work around that and all that? Like, I think for us, we're so fluid in the way that we work mm. that we want to do something or if we're, someone's thinking let's do this let's go here or let's you know let's have a chat about this we're so fluid in that sense there's no like real no we can't yeah. or no, you know there's no rules in that sense either if she was free of the social media or i was free of social media that person would have so much more time to give to the other person yeah because we spend so much so i think it would be evident yeah that the other person's got a lot more time on their hands but then you know, for example, if I was off social media, I'd probably do all the admin, like all the other admin stuff. That admin you've got stuff, going on, and yeah. work around the house and chores and yeah. whatnot. So yeah. One of the things I really like about how you're both using your platforms is the charitable stuff that you're doing and obviously ah. the reason I know that you've been together 10 years is because of your charity water oh, yes. campaign yeah. so I was wondering if you could explain a bit about that to the listeners and why you decided to do that because you kind of launched it for your 10th anniversary yeah. of being together didn't you so um, at the end of 2018 we set three kind of goals almost for 2019 they were three C's, three C's right yeah. so um, we wanted to include more creativity uh, more charity and more connection. So connection was trying to meet people offline because yeah. we have so many followers online and to us they don't almost seem real until you actually meet them. So mm. we've done quite a few events together this year and we've actually got to meet people and it's such a nice feeling to finally connect with these people in real and life. just have that one-to-one -one with them. Mm. Like human connection I find in this day and age is 
dare I say it, very rare. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's diminishing, isn't yeah, it? It really is. It is. Yeah. But charity was like up there for us. We yeah. always like paying it forward. And I think if you've got such a big platform, then do something to kind of improve the world yeah. and make the world a better place to live in. But, you know, we didn't want to just start a charity for the sake of it. And we always kind of stay true to our gut. So we went to New York in May and we met Scott Harrison, who's the CEO of Charity Water. One in 10, One in people, 10 people don't have access to clean and safe drinking water. And there's us on a, you know, on a warm day. We can just pick up. Open your tap. Yeah. yeah. So you're trying to raise a specific amount of money, are you? It's like you set yourself a target to do yeah, that. It's quite a big target. It's, a big target. Um, <laughs> it's the same as Kendall Jenner, who's a, well, she's not actually a Kardashian, but you know. But yeah, yeah. So yeah. she set a target of $50,000. Actually, yeah. ours is £50,000. It's quite a big target, but yeah. we, like to, we like to aim big. Yeah. And I think it would make a difference. I think it would bring 2,000 people clean water. Clean water. And that makes such a big difference. I'm going to put in the programme notes how people can oh, thank thank you donate so to that. So thank you. I think it's such a good thing to oh, do. And you. just to stress that 100% of that money will go to, yeah. to building wells and just getting people access to clean water. And it's even if you contribute just a pound, you know, every little, it's almost yeah. like Tesco, every little yeah. And Kosha, you're also doing something with the Princess Trust, aren't yes, you? With yeah. L'Oreal and your new lipstick, lipstick which yeah. I just told Kosha before we started recording, I'm actually wearing. I know, and it looks beautiful <laughs> on you. Because I saw your video. So I've got actually got to confess two things. One is that before I came to see you, I'd never watched a makeup video. Hadn't you? Ever. That, that'd been a whole kind of genre that completely passed me yeah, by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I started watching some of your videos and I got hooked. I got absolutely hooked. I thought I can see why these are so popular. It's um, therapeutic in a weird really way. Really therapeutic, there yeah. And I was looking at all the products and I was Googling them. But I saw the one about how you made this lipstick. Yeah. Um, and the fact that you said... It's called Koshal's Nude, and the fact that you said it suited all skin types. So I got three girls with different skin Amazing. types. They all look great in it. <gasps> oh, um, that makes me so happy. So a percentage of the profits for that goes to yes, the Princess so, Trust? Yes, um, so 50p per sale goes to the Princess Trust. And the Princess Trust is a charity that's linked with L'Oreal Paris, and they've basically created a You're Worth It yeah, kind of. Yeah. Um, it's, it's not a seminar; it's just like a workshop. And it's about building confidence, isn't it, in yeah, young people, yeah, yeah. self-esteem. And yeah. it's like turning your. It's all about turning your self-doubt into self-worth. Yeah. And I've gone and done a couple of like I've actually given up my time to go and help at some of these workshops, and it's one of the most rewarding feelings where I was able to give up my time and help young kids um, and young adults just kind of build that confidence within them. And it's one of those things. It's like. I can talk about things that I love, A being makeup, I love talking about makeup, but like I think over the past year, year and a half, I've just kind of gone, what more can I do? What more of an impact can I have on people's lives? Whether it's just maybe opening their mind up about something or educating them about something, that for me fills my heart with so much joy and love and happiness. Like that I've noticed, apart from like the makeup and that kind of side. I've got this whole side of me that just I'm, I'm a people pleaser I'm a giver like I love doing that and it's like I'm trying to inject that into do you think that's why you've been so successful in building up your channel because I mean I I, I felt that came across actually in your oh. videos <laughs> that you were really wanting 
people, you know, to help I, people. And... I, I definitely think just as someone, else, <laughs> not just as your husband, but as someone that's kind of viewed how you portray yourself online, it's no different to how you are in real life. I think I'm always... a bit more crazier in real life. I think she's just um, extremely down to earth and she cares about everything she does. Sometimes and... I think I care too much about that that's that's there's always pros and cons right like sometimes it's like i went i went through a rut didn't i because i was yeah. like well how can i help everyone and you were like you don't hard. need to like, help everyone yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, it's, yeah. A, and it's one of those things of finding that balance so that's why we wanted to add charity as one of our main one of our three c's for this year and going forward not just for 2009 hey it's danny pellegrino from everything iconic ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards... Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well. HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. So I'm really interested that that particular um, campaign with Princess Joss is about confidence in young people. So I wanted to ask you, what, what do you feel about the criticism that some people have about social media, that it's social media that's causing lack of self-esteem or lack of confidence in young people? How do you feel about that? Do you think it's specific things that are happening on social media? Do you know other things you might say to your followers about being aware of when they're using a platform? Yeah. Um, yeah, sorry, no, I was just going to say, I think awareness is key. It always comes down to the user and being aware of things online, such as 
you know, a picture just, it's almost like depicting one line in a whole story. It mm. can't illustrate the whole story. So you have to be aware that not everything online is an accurate representation of reality and it doesn't say tell you the entire truth. But as an influencer, for example, like Koshal, she almost has a responsibility that when she talks about brands or when she talks about things that she's using, that she's talking about things that she genuinely likes. Mm. And she's sharing an honest message as well. So once we were at an event and there was this couple and they were arguing like really badly, almost to the point where they were going to like hit each other physically. And they had to be broken up. And I didn't know who this couple was. And then... Like, I think it was a few days later, scrolling down my phone on my explore page, and I saw a picture of this couple, right? And it was the most loving picture. Like, it was like the most <sighs> perfect picture. And the caption was so deep, and I love you so much. And it was from that night. But if people saw the fight, mm. and you it's know, a completely all different story. Yeah. It was like, oh, goals, I'm so jealous of you guys. I hope yeah. I find someone that loves me this much. But if they saw what I saw, they wouldn't be saying that. So there is that almost responsibility. And this is what we've learned to do is, you know, if we post a picture of us, we will kind of remind people that no relationship is perfect. Yeah, yeah. I've do. seen you say that. Actually. And I have to yeah. I always find, like, especially for me, you know, my, my page is almost based around inspiring people and empowering people. Yeah. And I, I have to be honest because mm. that's the only way really to get the message across that nothing is perfect in the world. We all suffer. We all go through hardships. Yeah. Everyone's life is always going to be ups and downs. There's never, ever, ever, as much as you'd want it to be smooth sailing, there's always going to be things that come your way that, you know, kind of I, throw you off. I always think bit. about it like business. You know, how do you know what success looks like? Because you have to know what failure looks like. Mm-hmm. And in every relationship as well, you have to work towards yeah. that kind of idea of success in your relationships. And, you know, we met as kids. And, you know, our minds are in completely different places now. Yeah. And we've almost had, had to mature together. Together and compromise and learn each other understand each other communicate more and these things are so important but they often get lost online because of pictures and yeah. instagram content or whatever it is yeah. online it's a i suppose from like my world is very much beauty fashion lifestyle that kind of genre and there are so many times where i scroll on instagram and i'm like i don't want to like this person i'm not traveling where this person's traveling i'm not wearing those clothes or I don't have a body like that and there were so many times where it would get me down and I was like hang on a second like if that's getting me down I'm posting stuff on my Instagram yeah, and people are looking at yeah. you yeah, and maybe yeah. feeling the same exactly. way and thinking oh Kosha's got a perfect life and she's yeah. beautiful and, and that's yeah. why like even when I've done like captions of like happy valentine's day like by the way just FYI like <laughs> we we do argue like yes. it's when you're celebrating something like love or like your partner or whatever it may be, I like to recently put into my captions like, by the way, this was we just argued about what we're having for dinner. Yeah. So just to make it really yeah. like it's not all It's a highlight bill, yeah, right? So you're is... gonna be posting you're not gonna be posting pictures of arguments. No, because the camera will no. probably get broken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the it's the new photo album yes yeah. like especially Instagram. Yeah, and I think Instagram I think if people saw Instagram as more of a scrapbook then they would real life. I think that would be a really healthy way of viewing. Yeah, that's a nice idea. Because yes. it's like you're only going to share like yeah, the, the, the best fun bits. memories and, yeah. the, and the best bits. Yeah. And I suppose like within, again, within the whole beauty and lifestyle fashion kind of industry, there are so many images that have been colour corrected or slightly sharpened or this or that or people 
Photoshop their bodies. Like mm. it's 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 a thing that happens, and I make it very very clear to my followers that I'm not gonna touch up my skin. I'm not gonna like if I have like a piece of hair that's covering like on my face, I'm gonna leave it there because we're all human. It's real life, and it's just real. And I think if I can do my little bit, and if that helps just one person kind of go, oh, you know what, I can see texture on her skin. That makes me feel good. Because when I wear makeup, I can see texture on my skin. And like, sometimes I have to actually reply to people because sometimes I'll get messages going, oh, your skin looks really weird. Like, I, like what have you been doing? Because it's not as nice as it used to be or whatever. And I'm like, well, first of all, my camera equipment has changed. It's gotten better. I try and take as many pictures as I can on like a professional camera than I do on my like iPhone. So that's going to pick up more detail. And second of all, this is what real life is. It's what real makeup looks like. It's what real clothes, like your clothes aren't going to be completely smooth and not creased and this and that. And it is that real life aspect. So whenever I see comments like, oh, what's like, why does, what's going on with your skin? Or what? And I'm like, this is unfortunately or fortunately what makeup looks like when you have it on and, and I think a lot of the times with Instagram people smooth their skin out so much that when a lot to be responsible yeah. for yeah. Hasn't and when, whenever sometimes I put my makeup on and take a picture I'm like oh but my face doesn't look like and I'm like whoa, whoa 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 snap out of it like this you're falling into that trap so it's like kind of making sure that you're completely aware of what you're posting so because you're very, you are in the beauty industry and it's about appearance, yeah. has there ever been comments or criticisms about you that have upset you to the extent that you thought, I don't want to do this anymore? Or you, Vex, you know, have you had stuff online God, thrown is- at you oh, that's yeah. made you think, this is just not worth it? For example, me, I, I, I post content to help people. Yeah. But because I'm, you know, married to a YouTuber and... Her audience can be a little bit different. Sometimes they're a little bit nosy in terms of personal life. And I think when they first found out about us, they were like, well, why doesn't he look like, like Zayn Malik, for example? Or why is he like this? Or you could do better. And sometimes those comments do make you question yourself. But then you just have to remember that, mm. you know, everyone's just projecting their own insecurities. Mm. If they're judging you, they're probably judging themselves against yeah. the benchmark. So yeah. it's not personal. And that's, what I've learned. that's how I've learned to deal with it. Yeah. And I think every day is a learning curve. Because every day you'll, you'll either see something or read something or hear something and you'll kind of go, oh my God, like I do, I do that all the time. I can sometimes be quite dramatic and be like, oh my God, I'm not doing this anymore. <laughs> but like <laughs> in the grand scheme of things, like I love what I do, but over the years I've just kind of gone, if my mental space, if I'm mentally not in a space where I want to put myself on the internet, I'm not going to. Whereas before it was like, I need to put out three videos a week, but now I'm like, hang on a second, if that's making me feel X, Y, Z, there was a point where I used to get so ill because I used to just be work, 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 travel, travel, travel. There was like no off switch. And every single time I'd come back from like a a number of travels and I'd get back home and I know in my head like, oh, I've got nothing to do for the next three weeks, like traveling wise, I would get ill. And it was like a constant like cycle. And I think it's taken me a few years to realize you can take a back step like you're so it's not that you've grown a thicker skin you've just worked out actually there are times when it's better for me not to yeah yeah be online or not to put myself i, I think yeah. we have also grown i have yeah i have because grown. when you first went online you know kosha was really like gentle bubbly 
you know, quite almost innocent in my eyes. And then suddenly, you know, she started attracting trolls, which happens yeah. when you're, yeah. you you get the exposure. And she was like, oh, why are people so mean? Yeah, and, and it would get you. And, and, and to be honest, even if you weren't a public figure or an, an influencer or an Instagram or a YouTuber, even if you weren't any of those things and you saw someone saying something about you or you read something mm. or saw, it, so it was her. Sure it, it would hurt. Yeah. yeah. And also, I think just switching your focus to the people that do actually appreciate yeah. you and yeah. for you. Yeah. Switching because they're the majority, aren't yeah. they? Yeah, they're the majority. Yeah. And also, I think when you like deal with criticism or backlash or whatever it is and you continue to go on with a smile you inspire so many other people because they're dealing with it whether they're online or offline just maybe at work for example they might be getting abuse yeah yeah you never know and I suppose like on my like my platform I kind of feel like everyone who follows me are like my sisters or brothers like they're They're your team aren't they they? yeah Yeah. (laughs) and it's like I want to be there for them as much as they are for me I don't think people realize that what our followers have done for us means so much more than what we've well, done we for wouldn't them. have like, careers without them no and mm. I think it's really important to appreciate every yeah. single person that's kind it's of that gratitude you. isn't it yeah which you write a lot about in your book yes yes I've just got three questions that I ask everyone at the end of the podcast. Obviously, okay. that's going to be six questions, whether you both answer them. Um, so I, the first one is, what's the one thing that you'd each like to say to everyone listening about their phone and social media habits? Any kind of message that you think it's important to get across? I think one of them is just don't be afraid to take a break off social media. And another thing is that if you don't be afraid to block people online. Mm. oh yeah yeah because you know these people that you sometimes <laughs> block they'll be giving you abuse and then when you block them they'll carry on and start saying oh you're weak but actually by blocking them you're actually doing them a favor yeah because they're getting triggered by your thoughts you don't have your... to listen to them yeah you don't have yeah. to listen to them so don't be afraid to just you know block out the negativity online yeah you don't owe anyone anything no. i think mine would probably be don't have your phone anywhere near you when you're eat, having food, whether that's breakfast, lunch, or dinner. That's a good one. For example, whenever we go out to eat, we try and, like, I make sure, like, both of our phones are, like, in my bag. So that when we're at dinner, we are... You're unless, focused on yeah, each yeah, other. Yeah. 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 Unless we have an urgent email that we need to get back to or we're waiting on a phone yeah. call or whatever, we make sure that we're in the moment and it's that one or three times out of the day where you are just phone-free. Because have you realised it's so much more easier to talk to someone across the world than the person mm, next to you. Yeah, so true. And another one is something that one of my friends used to do. I think she just she was doing it for a period because she just was like, I, I want to zen out of it more. And that was she had a time every single day. I think it was 9 or 9.30. She would do whatever she needs to on her phone, but from that certain period of time, whatever that time was, I mean, let's just say it's 10 o'clock or 9 o'clock, she would just not look at her phone. Yeah. And it was like a cutoff point of like at nine o'clock, that's it, my phone's over and done with. I'm gonna watch my TV, gonna have my like tea or whatever, relax. And it actually helps you fall asleep. I think well. those kind of those really clear boundaries work yeah. really well. Yeah. Actually. Really well. Yeah. Even in the morning, right? First thing in the morning, don't, don't check, check your, your phone. phone. Do something that's gonna help your day, whether it's like a visualization, counting your blessings, mm. journaling, meditation, having a little dance, whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> 
So we did a little survey online talking about touching your phone in the morning where we asked people if they touched their phone or their partner first in the morning. So I'm just going to do a little straw poll and ask you, are you definitely not touching the phone first thing in the morning? We definitely kind of give each other a... A little, at least a little squeeze or a bit of a good morning. Before you pick your... Well, recently, because you've been ill, I usually get up first and I usually just give a little cuddle and then step out of bed and get ready and then do my meditation. Yeah, we have like a full morning routine that we Mm. stick by. And one of those things is looking at your phone after you've meditated. Um, So second question, have you got a top tip that you haven't shared already around phone habits? We've talked about first thing in the morning, meal times... I think just be aware of your screen time. Yeah. Are you using, I was going to say, are you using the new screen time app? Have either of you looked I, at I, it to I work have out? It, yeah. And it was quite high. I think yeah. Like, when, you, when you see the numbers, yeah, that's, that's where you go, yeah. wow, I spent six hours of my week last week on my phone. When in six hours, you could be doing so much more with your life. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong, you know, we do have, you know, our, our kind of, our work is yeah. based yeah. online. So we do have to commit to time online but it's that having that balance and I think sometimes you have to look at numbers like these or metrics and calculate how much of your time you're actually devoting to technology or Mm. screens and is it actually healthy yeah and just review yourself like are you feeling are you in a good place when Mm. you're using Mm. technology if you're not maybe you need to evaluate well reevaluate how you're using it or how you're using it again take that detox Mm. and see if you feel better because I think you know, I'm making this up, but 90% of the time, when people are feeling low, just, you know, being away from your phone mm. or whatever it is, you will feel better. I think it's really powerful hearing that coming from you too, because, you know, the, the people, a lot of the people that are listening to the podcast aren't influencers and they're not, you know, their careers are not yeah. about social media and yet they're finding it really difficult to yeah. step away. So if you're saying, actually, this is what we do, yeah. but we step away regularly because yeah. it's good for you us. You have to. I think for everyone's sanity, just to have that kind of like peace of mind of like, no, every, you know, everything's like, fine. Nothing's going to stress me out. I just, uh, you know, anxiety's on the rise like faster yeah, than ever. Yeah. But that's because we're almost conditioned to live in a time frame that's not actually happening. We're looking down on our phones in the digital world and not actually in the real world through our five Mm -hmm. senses. Mm -hmm. So we're conditioning our mind to either go to the past or the future, a world that doesn't actually exist. It's only constructed in our minds. That's why it's so important to actually Mm. tune into the present moment and not just live your life through a screen. That's why meditation is so important, isn't it? Exactly, yeah. yeah. One of my probably top tips, actually, just to kind of, for everything in life, Mm. meditation, change Changed my entire... Changed your whole life, really, yeah. didn't it? Yeah. And you don't use any meditation apps? Because I've talked to some people who are really, really pro using an app and others who say no. Yeah, I did use one app um, because I kind of... So it was like 3D binaural beats and it, it was actually really good, but I don't actually use uh, an app. Whereas I, I love Headspace. Yeah. I think, yeah. yeah I'm, just... I'm a very... I'm not like a beginner. I, yeah. I still find it very difficult to... I hate saying this switch off because you can't switch off it's just stepping calming back. your yeah. mind down as well like letting on headspace it says you know thoughts are like clouds they come and go and you've just got to be aware of them and you've got to let the thought come and if you if you know that it's there you've got to kind of let it go i think if you know that the thought's there then you are kind of you you are meditating because you're mm. it's that awareness I'm yeah. awareness of that. And I think nowadays there are so many different forms of meditation. Like I love just cleaning the kitchen mm. and like doing the dishes. And for me, that's my time where I'm literally thinking of nothing. 
Yeah, I love washing up, actually. Yeah. I find washing up a really meditative yeah, 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 yeah. And I do it rather than putting things in the dishwasher yeah, sometimes. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, yeah. It actually is a form of, you know, I've spoken to so many different meditation teachers and, you know, I've been told so many different methods, but anything that's done with a conscious state of awareness yeah. is yeah. meditation. Mm. I think one tip that I actually have is um, when you're out with your friends or family and you'll be surprised at the amount of times that people keep their phone on the on the table when you're out for a meal. Um, so what we do is whenever we go out with any of our friends or family, we it's usually me going, right, everyone, give me your phones. I take oh, everyone's phones yeah. and I put them on a pile and I say, whoever touches their phone first before we finish our meal is paying for the bill. And you're surprised <laughs> that no one wants to pay the bill. <laughs> no one wants to get me the person that has to fork out. Especially when there's like yeah. 10 of us and yeah. it's going to come to quite a bit. So my last question is, what have you each learned about yourself from the way you use your phones? I think, Ooh. for me, to be fair, I think I've almost realised that my phone isn't the be-all or end-all. E- even though, for example, like my book has come as a result of social media and my audience, you know, there is a life that exists outside of social media. So although social media has helped me you know it's just it's just a tool it's mm. you know it's not something that should compensate for the time yeah in my actual life so yeah I suppose that's what I've kind of learned I think yeah. about myself I think mine would be so before we got married I would be that person who would take pictures of everything everywhere wherever I go I'd take a picture da, 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 like document and keep all these memories and around the wedding time um for my hen which was in Portugal in Lisbon and our wedding, which was in Mexico. Those were two big, like, moments of my of my life. And I have very minimal pictures of all those big moments of my life, but I have the best memories. Mm. I think people forget how precious life is. Yeah. And you don't want to waste it on your phone all the time, right? I think that's a lovely note to end on. Oh, thank you. Um, so I want to say thank you so much to both of you for chatting to me. I'm going to put your all your social media handles in the programme notes, but I would say for daily positivity and inspiration, do follow Vex, which is Vex King on both Twitter and Instagram. And for all things beauty, it's Koshal on Instagram and Koshal Beauty on Twitter. Yes. And if you want to support Vex and Koshal with their charity water campaign, the link is in the programme notes. And finally, I want to say, do go out and get a copy of Good Vibes, Good Life from Amazon and all good bookshops. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Thanks very much. Thank you for listening to this episode of It's Complicated. If you haven't already, please do subscribe, rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts from. It helps other people find us and it means you get a helpful little notification when a new episode becomes available. For more about getting a healthy balance with tech, you can follow me, Tanya Goodin, or Time to Log Off on Instagram and Twitter. And both my books, Off and Stop Staring at Screens, are available on Amazon and at all good bookshops. Finally, for more information about this and other episodes in the podcast series, visit itstimetologoff.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 